Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 293, and it is Tuesday, July 26, 2022. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right, and joining us live in the Codex Prime studios, once again, dear friend of the show, Afton Ward. Hello. That's right. The Cider Hunter is joining us this week. We're going to be talking about Jordan Peele's third feature film, Nope. Nope. <laughs> yep. That'll be our main topic uh, this evening. So uh, still stay tuned for that. We're going to give our non-spoiler uh, thoughts, and then we're going to dive way into the spoilers. Uh, we also, we're also going to be talking about the uh, future MCU films uh, that have been announced at this past uh, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, I believe. And we're also going to talk, Carl and I will talk a bit about uh, some, some of the biggest wrestling news, perhaps, of this year and perhaps of the decade. The retirement of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, former CEO. Full name of, drop. <laughs> yep, former CEO and chairman of World Wrestling Entertainment (WWE). So, before we get into all of the proceedings, uh, let's talk, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. First is Silk City Hot Sauce. Yep. Silk City Hot Sauce, a Vermont-based uh, company. They have all sorts of unique hot sauce flavors, such as Dragon, which is their newest flavor. They have a maple syrup flavored hot sauce. They have other ones such as Slurp, mm -hmm. Killer Hot, Nightmare. Ass licking. Bo yep, Bob Levy's <laughs> ass licking blue cheese hot sauce. Um, you can pour it all over some chicken tenders, some chicken wings, all over your partner. Let your imagination oh, run wild. He, he does. He does go there. He's just waiting. <laughs> yes. Uh, let your imagination run wild. It could be all over the buffet or the boudoir, whatever your appetites uh, lie. Uh, go to SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use the promo code. Codex, that's C-O-D-E-X, and you'll get 15% off of your order. And then also a big shout out to dear friend of the show's uh, Infamous Customs, that's M-F-A-M-U Customs, where you can order all sorts of Codex Prime merchandise, and you can also have customizable t-shirts. Like the one Victor's wearing. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Victor <laughs> Vader, the Juneteenth <laughs> edition right here. So go to InfamousCustoms.com, and you can also follow her on Instagram. So, yes, as Carl is sharing the episode, uh, we'll talk a bit about what we've been up to, you know, um, you know, uh, you know how we do on this on this show. Uh, we are a month and a half away from episode 300. Codex 300 in. Yes. It's going to be fire. <laughs> I, it's going to be fire. Oh, yeah. Vendors, guests. Mm -hmm. Two confirmed guests already. Noise. One confirmed vendor. Okay. And it will be at the Cornerstone Complex, September 17th. Doors open at 7. I may have to change it to 6.30. Why don't you change it to 6? 6? Yeah. yeah. Do doors open at 6. I'm going to have to update the flyer. <laughs> All right. That's how actions work. Quickly. <laughs> and... And and also uh, let's give a quick shout out to two of our uh, friends of the show in the comments. First, we got John Haponic, which I have his email. I'm going to read that uh, shortly. <laughs> oh man! Uh, John Haponic says no Eternals two announcement. How cruel! I know, we, right? We're okay. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> and uh, Furman Furman Diaz. Uh, yep. That's right. Uh, my number one hater. He says, "I bet you, Vic, was rooting for the chimp and jean jacket <laughs> <laughs> in the That's movie." That's fucked up. <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll we get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to that, my friend. Ooh yes. Ooh yes, Furman. We will get to that. 
we will get to that deliciousness in a, uh, uh, shortly. Well, at least we know what he thinks about the movie. And then also, we, get, <laughs> <laughs> we also have uh, another perennial hater of mine on this podcast, dear friend of the show, Tyrone Johnson II. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> AKA TJ. What's, what's up, brother? Welcome to Sad the. That part is like every time I read it, I hear his voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. And I just read <laughs> September 17th. I expect y'all to. That's right. That's right. Come one, come all. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Afton, um, since you're back here, uh, what, how's life been? What you been up to? Um, well, not to be too graphic, but life is a little complicated. <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail about it, but yeah, things are more expensive than they should be. Um, I've just been working a lot and, you know, trying to be around my people as much as I can but I've been spending a lot of time with family and my lovely husband and just chilling it's been like a pretty decent summer I can't complain but I did bring you guys these lovely down east lemonades they're not ciders I apologize but they didn't have anything good so we're gonna stick with down east because they're a classic and they're this is a uh what is it uh whatever mixed pack oh yeah black cherry which everybody wanted Lemonade and strawberry, and they're actually pretty darn good. Should I oh, add yeah. the TikTok song? No, you didn't have to, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but otherwise, I'm good. Cheers, my brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sw- a swig of lemonade for the hardworking man and woman. <laughs> and those in between. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, yeah, for all of our peeps out there. Yes. AK, what's happening? Yo, your your last your last episode, AK. Oh, oh my pop, God, Pop Stew. Yo, Stewie had me. Both of them had me dying. <laughs> oh yeah, big shout outs to Pop Stew. Mary Jane is for the streets. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is for the streets, indeed. <laughs> uh. Yes, um, I'm looking at Furman's comment and it's cracking me up. So that's in reference to uh, the film Nope, we're going to talk about later on. No uh, spoilers, not yet. yet. Not yet, not yet, <laughs> not yet. Uh, so yeah, um, other than that, like, how's how's everything else in y'all's world? Yeah, Carl, you're Whoa, up. Oh, Gary. I yeah, this weekend, all right, I got the notes here. And this weekend, I actually uh, went up to Springfield, Mass, to, and uh, went to uh, Springfield Comic Con up there. Word. Um, nice little con for what it was. How many and times have they done this? This was their first one. Oh, okay. Yes. So you were popping cherries. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you want to call it that. <laughs> I will say this, though. They... It had a rough start. Oh. Well, it is the first one, so. They, which which I can be forgiven about. They Mm. opened at 10. Ooh, that's late, right? And lines were around the Mass Mutual Center, or as old schoolers call it, the Springfield Civic Center. Uh And, yeah, there were people who were outside in that heat for hours. And still wasn't able to get in. We got there at around, what, 12? Mm-hmm. Left around 11.30, got there around 12. We didn't get inside until about 
like one thirty, almost two. Damn. The devil is a liar. In that heat. Oof, I would have been left. Yeah. yeah. We would have got some ice cream or something. Yeah, it was. It, it got to the point where it's like they had to turn people away if they didn't already buy tickets and stuff. And you know, I watched the news report later saying that like, well, here's the thing: people showed up at ten, and because of the heat, people stayed inside. So it wasn't. So it was, and they were already at capacity by like eleven. So that means it wasn't able to take a lot of people. Then it's not like a Rhode Island Comic Con. No, no, they're not. Three buildings. Yeah, it definitely mm-hmm. wasn't that, and and they don't have that luxury of having like three buildings mm-hmm. connected to one where they can utilize all those buildings. Right. It was, yeah, it was more like they just had like li- literally one floor, but they did open up another space for like a meetup room or a cool off room for people. So yep. hotter than camel balls, yeah. You is that you're not camel balls. That's specific. Hey, guys, do that. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I did enjoy myself. Uh, shame on Lewis Perry and the Angry Geeks podcast because I went up there to see them, and they weren't there. Oh. Maybe but, they were walking around <laughs> while I, it was cool. Trust me, that con was so small, I would have caught them. Oh, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. yeah, see, we bougie now. We got three buildings that we can I utilize. know. <laughs> Why we pinkies up? <laughs> so... <laughs> um, yeah, next time I'm definitely getting press passes. But uh, you should have did it this, that time. I, it was a last minute decision. Oh, okay. Well, you were there for the first time, so you know first times don't always go yeah, so well. Was, and each ticket was ten bucks. <laughs> for all that heat, though, was it worth? Well, it? did I know it was going to be that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you I mean, could have. Yeah, I went. I bought my tickets the day before. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, you know how when I get to when I get to comic cons and I see those comic book booths. Uh-huh. It's a wrap for me. Oh, goodness. How much did you spend? A good amount. Okay. So I wonder why you've been working like 18 shifts in a row. <laughs> it was five. Okay. I did five shifts in a row last week. So I'm actually going to start up. You know, I can't even. I'm just going to go with whatever I have. So I actually managed to find a <laughs> fixed picky look now they're just roasting. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. Sorry, he so was, I managed to cool. find James Tiny in the Forbes, who's who's a popper, who's like who's a writer who's on and popping right now. I found mm-hmm. the first print edition of Department of Truth number one. That literally just caught my eye. I'm like, yep, sold. And that if you if you're a fan of like conspiracy theories, read that story. Read that line. Jesus, so, you might want to take the price tag off. Hey, I, yes, I, I paid a good amount. <laughs> uh, a yeah, good amount. I, I seize that. <laughs> so then I also came across uh, Thunderbolts 128, which actually makes sense to buy as a collector, mm-hmm. for especially with the upcoming announcements that they have, because the this mm-hmm. issue is a landmark issue where Yelena Belova joins the Thunderbolts. Okay. So with that, with the Thunderbolts movie announcement that they made and with Yelena Belova being uh, introduced into the MCU already, it makes sense as a collector to have that. I came across Spider-Man 2099 number one. Oh, wow. Okay. Rated from the 90s. for Thunderbolt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um... 
Fantastic Four issue 185, which is actually the first appearance of um, Agatha Harkness's son, Nicholas Straw. I keep forgetting the last name, but mm-hmm. makes sense to have that since she has her issue, since she has her show coming up. So I that character. Oh, it was so bad. That act that character may be debuting in that show as well. So um, question yes. is this Spider Man and Venom or is this Nope, Spider Man Miguel O'Hara is Spider Man in the year of twenty ninety nine. Okay. Okay. I do like this costume though. Somebody cosplay it, please. Oh, somebody will. Especially after across the Spider Verse. Mm. When we get there. When we get there. Yeah. Well you already showed up in into the Spider Verse. Uh Avengers 260, which is Nebula's first cover and the first time they told her origin story. And then, of course, with the Marvels coming out and her debut in WandaVision. Monica Rambeau's first appearance. Nice! Now that's that's primo. Avengers primo, primo. 227. Now that need, that costume needs to be cosplayed. Do it as a comic book. That blue? Mm-hmm. You can do it. I know I could, but will I? No. Why not? Because I don't got energy for any of this, okay? You can do it. No, I am dedicated to the idea of creating a a specific type of cape. And I can't tell you why. I don't want to say it on on it, but I'm working on it. Something about the way she looked at me with that idea. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even guess it. Cause I've only talked to my brother and my husband about it. And y'all can shush. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I ran, as I mentioned earlier, I ran into um, Javon Stokes and picked up, the fir- picked up volume, Heat Volume 1 and Heat, The Black Flame. Two separate stories, so I'm like looking forward to that. Almost could have got my uh, copy of Strong. He had one right there. Uh, but I was probably like, his only one, right? Yeah, he didn't. He, he he was selling a lot of work. I bet he so was. So good for so good for him. And then I'm glad we connected with him at Comic Con. Yeah, he's yeah he's. When been I on, saw that, I was like, I gotta bring my guys, and I went and found. He's been guys. on the show twice already. I know. I've seen him both times. Hey, what's good? <laughs> yep. And then this is another independent indie uh, comics uh, comic series called Devil's Reign, produced uh, published by Wallbreaker Comics, uh, written by Rudy Rudy Orozco. And David Abrevaya, um, my apologies if I butchered it. So um, it's about. So what it's about is after a series of apocalypse events, millions of people have just vanished mm. without a trace, and the world is now divided between the forgotten and the possessed okay. in a fight for survival. Mm-hmm. So you're either gone, vanished, forgotten, or you're just possessed. Okay. By like an evil like deity. Hmm. Feels like modern day USA. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't know what people are up to. <laughs> and uh, this new uh, comic series that I picked up picked up is called Seven Sons. Now I think this was very intriguing to me. Big shout outs to Chris from Rock Hokels for recommending it to me. As I was reading it, it felt like an A twenty four movie with a bigger <laughs> but with a with a bigger budget. Oh, you know. So it was written by that. Robert Windham and Kelvin and Kelvin Mayo, and the art is by Jay Lee, who we who's um 
panel that we went to see at Rhode Island Comic Con last year, and he's going to be there this year, so who knows, I might get that signed and graded. Okay. So, and it I fo- do like the artwork. The artwork's pretty, it's like, very, creepy. Exactly. Eerie. And exactly. I'm pretty sure that's the point. Mm. And it follows a young man named Delve, who may be the second coming of Christ. Of course. But he's on the run when he learns the truth about his own existence. Okay. So I haven't quite got there yet for his his full story. It's a seven-part series. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? This is intriguing. It's literally, like, I'm sitting there reading it. I'm like, it's an A24 film if it got a freaking... Tied with a super, not even a superhero. Was it? It's like, yeah, kind of like the, yeah, with a James Bond budget. Okay. With like uh, an A twenty four movie with some James Bond elements into it. So it gives me Fifth Element vibes. Fifth, ele- fifth Element and maybe Dune. Dune more more Dune mm. than anything. With, well, I haven't religion. read it, so I'm only going based off the artwork. Yeah. So Dune with religious ties. Okay, there you go. Uh, are you, but okay. if A24 produced a movie, oh, that's a hell of a combination right there. Mm. That's a Victor ass comic. <laughs> it sounds like you see his eyes light up. Ooh. Oh, it did. It did. Like yeah. right in the camera. I mean, Ooh. you had me at A24, so <laughs> you know that's your favorite. Your favorite. <laughs> And uh, as for the video game front, I started Far Cry 6. Okay. It's a, to me, I find it, it's a slow build. Like, I'm not rushing to play it. Mm-hmm. But it's there, you know, Giancarlo Esposito. I've only seen, like, two scenes with him. Mm-hmm. Rips them both. Oh, of course, yep. Because he's Giancarlo Esposito. He doesn't do anything wrong. So, oh, my God, Karina, what's going on? Hey. Karina Holloway in the chat. That's a name. Wow. Blast from the past. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I've been, you know, doing that. DJing, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Got some private events coming up. Nice. Trying to think. I've been doing the farmer's markets. Um, this is you DJing at the farmer's market? It's an easy 150 bucks a Nobody needs to know how much. I just want to say, like, what's the vibe, though? <laughs> what type of music are you playing? Anything? Whatever the hell I want. Okay. Nice. So somebody be like, can you play uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, Don't Break My Heart? You just want to play because it, it was a crust? I don't even have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can play some Meg the Stallion at the farmer's market? <laughs> <laughs> no, some WAP. Yeah, that's what they want to hear. I had both. Well, actually, one of the politicians that were... Um, that helped run it was like, yo, play some Planet Rock and stuff. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> high school call came out. <laughs> high school call and DJ phone came out. Let's play the Rough Riders anthem and shut it all down. Mm. <laughs> Good if I wanted to. I believe you. I'm just mm. saying. I support. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, I played your Vogue music. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I had this dude Vogue at the sunset party. Yeah, yeah. Like, really? Heard, we went at it. When I heard Robin S, you know, show me love. Okay. Classic, I mean, face, 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 <laughs> 10, 10, 10. <laughs> Trophies across the board, people. We have to take a trip out to New York and actually see one. I know. I would love to see a Vogue show. Okay. Yes. Okay. Maybe we'll see, like, what bus tickets look like and we can just do that. Or if you want to drive, I'll let you drive. If I, I'll, 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 I'll brave that New York traffic. Okay. I'll car car. I'm about these streets. <laughs> <laughs> suburban streets. <laughs> the suburban streets. Schenectady. 
fuck skin that thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll be forever mad about that $500 freaking speeding ticket. Yes. And this is one of the most like pristine, perfect driver. Check your mirrors in ten and two, in ten and two. Oh, yeah. turn signal. Five hundred dollars speeding ticket. Yeah, because well, like, yo, New New York State law is so draconian. So apparently, you get two, you get two uh, speeding tickets on the on the highway. So you get the speeding ticket from wherever city that you that you happen to get the ticket. You you get pulled over, and then you get the t- another ticket from New York State. So that's how they make bank. So I happened to get pulled over in Schenectady because I was going 88 on the fast lane <laughs> on my way to Rochester, New York. And then I get another uh, ticket in the mail talking about from, from New York State talking about, oh, $500. Here you go. Motherfuckers. I'll be salty. Did you dispute it? <laughs> but that means you would have to come, take the trip. Yeah, I'd have to go all the way to Schenectady to, to, to speed that uh, one. Like, I get nah. you. I get you. But still, $500? Yeah, he wasn't quite the buffalo yet. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Shout out to I mean, yeah, so I'm going to be forever mad about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Something to remember. If I want to get you riled up, you like, remember that $500 ticket? And go. <laughs> yeah. The only, thing, the only two things good about Schenectady, New York, is John Sales, the filmmaker, and Mickey Rourke. That's it. That's all they got. I think there's a longer list from Schenectady. Like who? Um, oh goodness! Now you gotta look. The fact you gotta look it up means that it's invalid. The whole uh, answer no, is invalid. No, no. Yeah, like if you don't know off the top of your head, you don't know. Google is not in your head. Thank God. <laughs> Please don't but, do that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all right, what about you, Victor? How you doing? Oh, uh, you know, I'm just you know living living my best life uh, to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, work's going well. Um, you know, it's the month of July, so I'm still. Uh, oh, the, damn. Uh, hold on, what's up, Carl? <laughs> oh well, well, I mean, oh damn, because I know what the month of July means. But Greg Capullo, the comic book artist, is from um, Schenectady. Oh, yeah. uh, Jimmy, President Jimmy Carter. Mm. Uh, None of them were trying to pay that ticket, though. Da- and B. Davis from the Brady Bunch. Was born in Schenectady. Um, You're really skimming the fat there, Carl. So I'm, not, I'm not going. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm just trying to. By the way, shout outs to any of our Schenectady listeners. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not mad at y'all. I'm just mad at your city for giving me that ginormous Coach speeding Pat ticket. Coach Pat Riley. <laughs> yeah, I'm just mad. I'm just mad at your city for giving me that ginormous speeding ticket. It's not a, It's not personal about y'all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I, you know what I'm pretty sure, I they, hate pretty sure they hate those yeah. <laughs> They're local. Oh, yeah. John Sykes, the co-founder of MTV. Nice, but uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, like uh, I'm just enjoying life. I'm still copping some some new movies to add to my collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barnes and Noble. Every July and November, they have their Criterion Collection sale. Oh, okay. Now I get it. It's I get it. Personal yeah. Christmas. I get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wonder so, why he yeah. was so nice this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Criterion, uh, Criterion Collection is a, uh, a famous boutique uh, movie uh, label. They ha- they restore all sorts of classic films, past and present. Mm-hmm. And I got four of their 4K discs. Uh, fully restored, so I'm so happy to get these in my collection because I've had my eyes on these for a while. Uh, first one I got is a, a classic film by Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Raging Bull. Uh, nope. That's Okja. Oh, Okja, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I'll, I'll start with Okja because I, 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 
I thought I had Obviously it. you wasn't I was like, I that is I, not what that says. I, I thought I had it I thought I had it at the top here. That's my bad. But yeah, I did get Okja. Okja is actually um Bong Joon Ho, uh, a South Korean filmmaker. Uh, this is one of his films. Um, it, it is available on Netflix, but this is actually this is actually really good because I have I have all but one of his films in my collection, and Okja is just uh, it's just a phenomenal film. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal has got Steven Yeun in it as well. Ooh, Black Cherry. Um, <laughs> Please, people, tell us: so. is Black Cherry a black thing? Because the whole pack had strawberry and lemonade in it, and everybody wanted Black Cherry. Yeah. There's only three, yeah. and there's only three of us. Yeah. All right, continue, so, Victor. So yeah, I got Okja, which is which is a really which is a really good film by Bong Joon Ho, one of my favorite filmmakers. I also got um, yes, and I do have Martin Scorsese's film, 1980 classic Raging Bull. Um, okay, that's that's yep, Raging Bull uh, in 4K, <laughs> and this looks absolutely phenomenal, absolutely gorgeous. Um, what I love about this film is like one, not only one of Martin Scorsese's best films, but also one of Robert De Niro's best performances. He actually won the Academy Award for Best Actor. Um, famously gained, uh, I think, upwards of like 80 pounds to play the fat version of Jake LaMotta in the latter half of the film. I could do that without a movie role. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a phenomenal film. It's a, it's a masterpiece and one of the best films of the 80s. Uh, so I got that. Um, I also got uh, one of my favorite films by Billy Wilder. Uh, classic film, classic film noir, Double Indemnity. Uh, with Barbara Stanwyck, Fred McMurray, Edward G. Robinson. Uh, excellent film. It's a thriller. It's about this um, conniving uh, wife who, who, who schemes with uh, a conniving uh, insurance salesman to kill her husband to collect on the insurance money so they can run away together. But the insurance a- agent's boss, the insurance, insurance agent's boss, played by Edward G. Edward G. Robinson, is uh, he's a little suspicious about the whole thing. He's like, hmm, something's a little off about this whole deal. Very, very good film. One of the greatest uh, film noirs ever made. And last but not least, a classic film in the black exploitation genre uh, by. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a classic American film. Gordon Parks' uh, black exploitation. <laughs> Shaft. Shaft. Yes. <laughs> yes. Shaft in 4K. That's right. Uh, <laughs> All on beat. <laughs> yep. Uh, Shaft, uh, Gordon Parks. This is a uh, lovingly restored in 4K. Um, it's got the Oscar-winning score by Isaac Hayes. Um, and this also includes, um, a, as a bonus feature, Shaft's big score, the second film in the Shaft trilogy. It was so good they gave you the second one for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome, awesome film. It look, it looks absolutely pristine in, in ultra high definition, Dolby Vision. Um, so I'm so happy to get that, have that in my collection. So yeah, those so, are the. So you can definitely see that Shaft is one bad mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Shaft. And we can dig it. <laughs> but yes. Oh lord. You knew we had to do it. <laughs> yeah. You had to do it if you're talking about Shaft. Oh yeah. So so yeah, got those films uh, as part of the Criterion Collection sale. Um, the sale is wrapping up this Sunday, the 31st of July. Carl, we better get on it. Um, I told him to look for one movie, one or at least one collection. Oh, Bruce Lee? Yeah. Like I said, if you see it, like, call me. Just be like, yo, here. Yeah. All you have to do is just do like a beatbox beat, and he'll hear you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
but yeah, um, so yeah, that's that's what I got uh, this this past weekend. Um, on the video game front, I'm still playing uh, Elden Ring, uh, pop, uh, popular um, uh, RPG from, from software. About 35 hours into the game. 35 okay. hours. Yeah, it's it's a long epic game, a wide, expansive open world. You can. Like, how long have you been playing it? How many weekends? Or how many weeks? I've been playing Days? it for about um, almost two months now. On, okay. Like on and okay. Off. All right. That's a reasonable amount of time yeah. then. Because I, I thought you were going to say like, yeah, just this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say we have to get him out of his house like now. <laughs> but, but yeah, been been playing that, having a good time with it. Um, I also played a little bit of a new game for the PS5 called Stray. Which you play mm. as a, the cat. Yep. He plays a stray cat in a futuristic uh, cyberpunk world. Um, it's a pretty it's a pretty pleasant game so far from what I've from, from the little that I've tried out. Um, it's nice to play like a little straight cat. There's a button you can just like meow all you want. You can climb up buildings. I think my daughter would love that. Yeah. It's... She meows without a controller. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, so yeah, just been, just been, uh, just been doing that. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, also some, some other personal stuff, but you know, we, that's not podcast uh, material. Um, but yeah, um, besides that, uh, we do have an email. I do. I do want to get into before we get into some of the future MCU stuff. Go right on ahead. Because um, it's been a while since we've read since we've had emails on the show. And by the way, please email us at codexprimepodcast <laughs> at gmail and send us anything. We we'll read it on the air. Um, D- don't 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 give that more open of an invitation. That was a lot it. of power you threw. You out don't there. know what you did. Yeah, but uh, what you gonna get? Eh, we're not gonna get anything. But um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but we got a, a email from our dear friend of the show john haponic uh shout out to shout out to you my friend subject line reads delayed supervillain movie reviews because he is the supervillain of our show i thought you were the supervillain <laughs> Ooh, we ain't touching john haponic <laughs> oh okay so uh hey fellas did you miss me here are two of my much overdue reviews enjoy the truth one, The Batman. You, you really want to know my thoughts about this DC film? This movie did not have the Batfleck warehouse fight, which sums up the entire movie. The Batman was a good film, but Nolan's take so far was better and felt more like a comic book film. Now, sure, I like, I like the detective elements, but what does it want to be? Batman meets Seven or Batman versus over-the-top comic book villains. Like I said, it's good from an active and narrative point, but Batfleck just seemed angrier and more effective. Same for Christian Bale. Robert Pattinson, while good, was a little too moody for me. Mm. Riddler was okay. Number two, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Badness. Well, Marvel successfully ruined WandaVision for me. (laughs) Scarlet Witch came to terms with grief and loss and then goes on a murdering spree? I mean, Wanda likely survived the ending anyway, making this film pointless. As I said before, the villain should have been Nightmare. I agree. Mm, I do agree. Um, Wanda has become too powerful and over the top, and her powers are no longer defined. And I sure did love those pointless cameos just to see everyone get murdered in a minute. (laughs) Everything... Everywhere, all at once, is the multi uh, is the multiverse movie Doctor Strange wishes it could be. Strange, action packed, and emotional. Big facts, big facts, big big facts. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't compare. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the other one yet. 
you need to see this. You need to see no, I, this. No, I do want to. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen it either, so I'll add it to my list. It's, it's extraordinary. Can I stream it? Or? Um, if you, you can rent it online, but it's, okay. it's, it's a, my favorite film of 2022 so far. Oh, uh, okay. And that says a lot, even past Titan? Titan. Oh, Titan was last year. Uh, was it last year? Yeah. He's haunting me. Titan, that's the one with the car, right? Yeah. Yeah, the sex with the car. Yeah, the car pregnancy movie. Yeah. Um, always a Codex Prime supervillain, John Haponic. P.S. Iron Fist season one was so good, I didn't need to. I didn't need to watch season two. Nobody needed to watch season one either. Exactly, because nobody likes Iron Fist. I don't even think the actors in it liked Iron Fist. They're just like, we just quit. I know. Finjo's is probably like, look, I just wanted that MCU check, man. <laughs> After Game of Thrones, come on. He looks like a, uh, what is it, old school Justin Timberlake? Yeah, he looks like a Justin Timberlake cosplayer. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like you, know, you know those like performance artists who get paid to imitate celebrities for a living? Yeah, like everybody who's played Britney Spears. Yep. Or Elvis. Yeah. Or Elvis impersonators. Elvis barely played Elvis. <laughs> We're going to win this race. <laughs> Lemonade. Pain. That cool, cool refreshing, refreshing drink. <laughs> Which we're drinking. Yes. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, thank you, John Haponic, for that uh, a wonderful email. Uh, keep them coming, my friend. And yes, everyone, I, and I can't stress this enough, please watch everything, everywhere, all at once. It is the film of 2022. And I make this promise now. Oh, goodness. If... I, 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 need, I need to take the microphone. Why does he always remove the mic when you're here? Because he's passionate. I need to make this promise to y'all here and now. If, if there is a film that is some that somehow is more extraordinary than everything, everywhere, all at once this year, if there is a film that no, that that tops this film as my number one film of this year, then I make this promise to you. I will not review any more films on this podcast. Carl? Like I said, if there's another film that tops everything everywhere all at once, I will not review any more films on this podcast. Shave off your mustache. I will, I will, I will, you know what? You know what? I will shave off all of my facial hair as if, if there is a film that is better that ends up being my number one over this film. So I make that promise to y'all here and now. But man, like I said, y'all need to see this film. <laughs> I have a challenger. Y'all need to see this film. <laughs> it's gonna have. To, it's gonna do. It has to do a whole lot of heavy lifting. Uh, and it has, it has to be your approval too. Exactly. So you're the only one who can contend how much you're gonna shave your face. <laughs> but damn it. If you're not, since we're might as well just get into it. Damn it! If that trailer did not give you chills, which one? Wakanda Forever. Oh my gosh! Me and just my brother get, got emotional. The underwater scene. Give <gasps> Angela Basket Bassett the Oscar now. She should have been had the Oscar. Did she? No, she has an Oscar. She was nominated. She never got an Oscar. Supporting actor, no. actress. Well, after uh, that, best actress. She was nominated for best actress for What's Love Got to Do with It. That's it. That's it. That's her only nomination. She had to get hit in that movie <laughs> to be nominated and still not get. Eat the cake, anime. <sighs> yeah. That's bullshit. That she, she should that have been a, had awards. Definitely, but that. Yeah. Amazing, that, and then um, I saw a video on uh, YouTube where they translated. 
the Wakandan um, words and stuff, and it was like uh, T'Challa, our king forever. Ever, and yeah. She, he like, oh. he is killed off, and he is officially killed off in the MCU. I wouldn't say killed off. I'm sure they gave not him killed off, but they gave him a proper, you know, passing. Yeah. Yeah, like I wonder if they if they're going to like maybe acknowledge like maybe it, it would be it would be more powerful like if they just acknowledge that he actually died of of cancer. They might do something in like the credits or something like that. You know, may he rest in peace. You know, blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Yeah, like like I'm saying, like in in the actual like story of the film, like they could acknowledge that like he mm. died of a terminal disease. Like with all, but of their... it's in Wakanda. They probably could have. Yeah, it could... maybe well, in a way. I mean, they have they have they, vibranium. Come on. Well, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be more, well, it'd be more powerful that like even with like the most powerful material on earth, they couldn't he save. Chose him. not to, or or that, mm. or like. Well, they did burn it all off, so he might not have had that. True. True. Maybe so. that's why he had the cancer. No, but then but, that means a lot of people would have been harmed with it. No, it was just the Black Panthers that got that right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I just say that, like it would be. It would give the it would give like the film and the character like or and the world of the MCU a bit more like reality yeah. because like because mm-hmm. just to make it real like as extraordinary as these heroes are they can't save everybody and they can't True. save themselves they times. can't save themselves True. so that would that would like make it more the rather than just concrete. saying concrete concrete rather mm-hmm. than just saying oh yeah Namor killed them yeah. it was like because then you no one would like that character at all well, yeah I mean they have to. that I mean the the Atlanteans in the um. And mm-hmm. Wakandans, they're, they're literally like Bloods and Crips, mm-hmm. you know. But like the way they so, like, put Karens and Karens, <laughs> <laughs> with the way they put that trailer together, it was yeah. so the, deep. It, it was emotional. It took you, it, you. Not only did it soup you up, it took. It made you emotional. Mm-hmm. You had two lines from Angela Bassett. Yep. Yep. And it was Two enough. lines. It, it was bars. enough. Yeah. You, I mean, you got a, you got a visual of Atlantis. You visual had, of Wakanda. Like, visual we of even, Wakanda. We, like, for what we saw, it was mostly of everything that there was, like, part of their, their castle. The burning Zana. Right. You get, and, like, that's as far as you got. And then you got to the temple and then the waterfall. We didn't see anything. Well, no, they were in the city at one point. Yeah, the city is the Burning Zana. That's, okay. like, the main... That's, like, the main... That's, like, downtown. Right, but where their their home was, where the... That was different from that. Because there was, that was different on the outside part, yeah. of, like, the shield, It right? was, like, the outside... Yeah, we okay. saw some of the outskirts and all that. Right. And then it was just, like... You know, with the slow pacing of the No Woman, No the rendition of No Woman, No mm-hmm. Cry is just like, yo, okay, we're grieving. Mm-hmm. You feel like you just feel it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, with those with those words that Angela Bassett said in the movie, Queen Ramonda, mm-hmm. I am the the queen of the most powerful nation in the world, and I have lost everybody. Mm-hmm. So you can mm-hmm. tell, like the Wakan, not just her, but the Wakandans are like grieving hard body. But then it's like as the as the everything's gonna be all right, letting us know, yeah, we lost our king. But it. We yeah. got we gonna be all right. Everything's mm-hmm. gonna we gonna be all right. Then you start getting amped up like and then you see whoosh, somebody Yeah, somebody, somebody with, yep, with, with the mantle. Like, yeah. Comic Somebody's book wise, the... it's Shuri. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, and it kind of like, you know, um gives you like little peeps into that because somebody else is taking over her position yeah so which was oh and then you got the cameo of riri williams ironheart mm-hmm. 
So it's like, all right, we're about to, yeah, we're about to see some shit. You know, so I'm just glad they're expanding on it because we needed this. We we, we really did. How many black films talk about like black nations that aren't I don't know roots? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a hundred years a slave, you know, yeah. twelve years. Oh, oh, you like that? Yeah, you like that because you're black. So <laughs> many a slave movies. That's mostly what they give us because that's all they want to give us. But this is our chance to actually have like a dynasty. Mm-hmm. You know, so and it's starting it's, to go on go on social media that like they want everybody to show up to the theaters yes. wearing white. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, wow. we can do that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was an extraordinary trailer for sure. Um, I, I, I get the sense that like Wakanda Forever is going to be more of an ensemble piece. So there's like gonna, there's not going to be like one like real like hero hero heroic lead. It's going to be mm-hmm. all the all the main Wakandans. Yeah, and I do like the idea. And I hope that they that they embrace this. I like the idea of having Black Panther be more of a symbol than than just mm-hmm. like one person wearing the mantle. So it yes. could be anybody, any of the core Wakandans. It could be Shuri. Mm-hmm. It could be Nakia. Yeah. Which would make which would make a lot, would a lot of sense. Dope. Like Lupita Nyong'o's character. That'd be so fucking dope. It could be M- Mbaku. It could Lupita, be Lupita. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Give us. <Yeah>. That. Um, <laughs> Although there, there is a there is a bit of controversy because you know Letitia Wright, the actress, she was you know, so difficult. Yeah, she she does have um, anti vax anti vaccine views, like mm-hmm. you know COVID conspiracy theories and all that. So, I think making her like the new Black Panther moving forward would be a little irresponsible because well, it's like as she'll difficult be difficult as she was. I I doubt they had to change. They had to tweak some stuff because like I don't I don't know if they'd want to work with her again like that. You know? Yeah. Like I, I think that. I think they have a good opportunity in maybe giving it to Lupita Nyong'o because she was Nakia. She was because she was T'Challa's lover, mm-hmm. or you can or you can like have the other idea where Ex- it could be girlfriend. It could be like the <laughs> it could be the black the black the Black Panther could be like that mantle that's passed around from the mm-hmm. old Wakandans. So it's like a hero could be anybody yes. in Wakanda. So I think that would be a better idea too. That just I have you don't think it would be Mbaka. Mbaka would be really he cool. looked that would be so dope. Yeah. Oh. He looked too yeah, but the way whoever they show it, it looked it was sleek, very sleek, sleek and slim. Mm-hmm. And it was like yeah, it's definitely Mbaku. That's a big ass Trinidadian. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah. damn, I was gonna go somewhere. Oh, yeah. not only like with this war against the Atlanteans, not only are you getting the Dora Milaje, mm-hmm. but the Midnight Angels, oh, Midnight and one Angels. of them played by um, oh, what's up? She played in a show in it. She played in a show on um uh, who are the Midnight Angels? The Midnight Angels is like another is like a rogue version of More um, like assassins. Yeah, a rogue version of assassins, rogue version of the Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje, Dora Milaje is the royal presence and yeah, they're much yeah, more, like, more you know, the ones you own. send in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know something? I'm pretty sure Lupita is probably running them. Yeah, she is. Ah, there so you go. Yeah, and also like uh, she probably I, started it. Yeah, it sounds about right. Also, like I really did appreciate the um, the Mayan Aztecan look of the Atlanteans and Namor. That's a really nice touch. Yes. It was. Oh well, yeah, because the guy who plays him is Mexican. Yeah. So they wanted to, you know, okay. Because uh, because yeah, I know they look that. like that in the comics. Yeah. Yeah, but Wakanda, Wakanda at least visually in the movie, it was. I actually heard Chadwick Boseman, Boseman say that it was actually modeled after uh, Machu Picchu. Hmm. Nice, yep. So yeah. Um, yeah. This it was it was 
beautifully put together. Yeah. Is it coming out this year? Right? November. November. Okay. November 11th. I couldn't remember. Oh, yeah. I want to just take the day out of work. <laughs> <laughs> Devote my whole day to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an event. What day does that fall on? Friday. Friday, yeah. Okay, so we're all going to see it? Yeah. Okay. I'm go- Yeah, we're going- we can go with the Black Nerd Book Club. I can have them put y'all's tickets on hold already. Okay. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Big shout out to Sean Andrews, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carl knows everybody. <laughs> everybody also, I do want to bi- give another big shout out to Patrick Hickey Jr. Like for last week's episode, mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. Yeah, very informative. And think, did you did you listen to the Def Jam story? Not yet, no, but I will. You're gonna be like, "Damn, really?" <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. All right, but next trailer that they announced. Um, so yeah, like there's um, I had pulled up a list of from Rotten Tomatoes, like the full list of all the upcoming MCU shows and films mm-hmm. from Phase Four, from the end of Phase Four, which is Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. to all the way to Phase Six. So uh, for this year, we actually have an an I Am Groot TV series. Yeah, my husband's so excited about that. Shout out to my husband, Curtis Ward. Hi, babe. <laughs> yep, that's coming out August 10th um, on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this, I think it's going to be an animated film. Of or course. animated show, rather. I Am Groot. Um, yep. <laughs> then we also got She-Hulk Attorney at Law. I had a good laugh I, I saw... Michaela Cole. The the trailer for it, and I was like, "This looks yeah. a little cheesy," uh, but I'll still give it a try. I'll yeah, still give it a try. Yep, yep. It's coming out August seventeenth. Should should be entertaining at the very least. With the very, with the very special cameo at the end of She Hulk. Yeah, the very at the end of the trailer. Who was that? It was Daredevil. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense because Matt Murdock's a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. And got and. He revert back to his original costume, the ketchup and mustard. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, classic yellow and red. Um, we've also got uh, an untitled Marvel Halloween special coming out this October. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, November 11th. <sighs> the, the end of phase four. Yeah. You've got a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special yeah, coming out. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. And then we got phase five coming out. Um, sidebar, in my, my opinion, way too many MCU properties coming out. But anyway, um, we got Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, February seventeenth. Okay, looking forward to that. Yeah. Even though I'm not a big fan of Ant Man, but you know anything that connects it. Hmm. Yeah. Inside and sidebar for um for uh <laughs> our friends uh, AK and Stuber. Oh goodness. Birds of Prey is a better movie <laughs> than Ant Man. Contrarian. He, he left some mic on the stand. We got to give him some credit for it. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, we also partial ha- credit. He took yes. it off. <laughs> he lifted up the mic. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, we also have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three coming out May fifth, twenty twenty three. Having some information um, on that, and uh, it's going to be different. Okay. It's going to be um, it's supposed to be because there's no Gamora. It's going to be James Gunn's final... Uh, final. Oh, it's going to be the whole crew's final Guardians film. Oh, good. I, I think it's the last one, right? Yeah, it's going to be the last one. There's going to be some focus on uh, Rocket's origin story. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, I heard about that. And uh, first of all, did you see Will Poulter? As Adam Warlock. Well, like how jacked he got? Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of, a lot of these actors have to get jacked for these movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
Which, no, go ahead. Yeah, which which makes me wonder. It's like, you know, if you, if you have superpowers, like if you have super strength, or if you can like lift objects with your mind, would I? Would you really care about getting ripped? When you think about it, if I, if I can just like destroy you with my mind, do I care about having six pack abs? <laughs> yeah. Like it it, it 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 doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But that's just a well. Simple. If you if your soul power is like mind control, then no, you don't need to. Yeah, because yeah, but would you want to look all frail and thin, and you can just destroy people's minds, or would you rather look like look like what you do? No, I mean it's like because it, I'm just thinking about like all the work that all these actors do <laughs> to 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 get in shape, and you know, yeah, but actors go through like the up and down of the yo-yoing of diets, just like the which one was it, Raging Bull, where he gained what sixty pounds? You said like about sixty to eighty pounds. Okay, that range, whatever yeah. you want to call it, yeah. So actors do it all the time. So this is nothing new. Well, sometimes they keep it up. Sometimes they keep it up just so they can get into get other you know film jobs like that because those are what they want to do. We did have a fat Thor. <laughs> I know it was a fat suit, but I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> but but yeah, it's like but it's like all those fit bodies and yet there's little sex in it. What? There's no there's no sexual chemistry. No none of that energy. It's like. What are we doing here, people? But anyway, that's just a, that's just a that's just something I thought about. Um, but yeah, Guardians comes out uh, May fifth. Um, cool. We also got Secret Invasion coming out next spring. I think that's like the, the I guess like the, the the further appearance of the Skrulls. Like who's yeah. a Skrull? Who's yeah. human? Yeah. Um, I think that didn't that go along with the ending of um, WandaVision, right? Captain Marvel. Well, yeah. you no, know, it did. It did. It did. It's just that my my only complaint about it is that Secret Invasion is supposed to be a major event, but they it really, still might be, but they haven't really talked. Too they dwindled it. it down to just a show and all that. Oh, like, okay. That's supposed to be on like the event that the that the Secret Invasion was in the comics was like a epic event. Yeah, supposed to be like Infinity War. Like yeah, because you don't know who is who. Oh, so just imagine like. You're just walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Or you just go to your family member's house and they may not be your family member. They may be a scroll trying actually plotting to kill you. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. there's a lot of psychological warfare in that story. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. And proceed. Yep. And then we also that have not what I thought you said, but okay. <laughs> Then we also have the Marvels coming out July twenty eighth. What is that about? That's with uh, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and what's the name of um Monica Rambeau? It's a uh, Spectrum. Is it fi- what's her? Monica- Full time was uh, Maria. Okay. Full time was Maria. Uh, Monica is Spectrum. Okay, yeah, yeah. So those three characters. That's going to be directed by Nia DaCosta, who directed uh, uh the the sequel to Candyman last year. I have not. I still have not watched that. I'm sorry. This. I'm. I'm sorry. There's I grew up in that. To watch. No, it's not even. It is not even that. It is not even that. But that is a. Can't do it. <laughs> you just can't do it. <laughs> it is part of my childhood being haunted by that movie, not wanting to be near any type of a bee. And don't get me near a mirror in the middle of the night. I'm not saying that. I'm going to bed. Nope. I'm going to bed. I'm walking out the bathroom backwards. This is, yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. Nope. And don't say it three times. I don't care if you my friend. We are not friends anymore if you go fuck with my life. I'm done. Yep. Yep. So between that, between that and a log truck. <laughs> As a matter of fact, so shout out to my buddy, shout out to my buddy Aiden. 
thinking about you, dude. And we were just we was in the car at work, and he's like, "Carl, you want PTSD?" <laughs> no, but I'm I'm already a glutton for punishment, anyways. But look over there. It was a log truck, and I said, it was a car right behind the log truck, and I said, fuck you. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah, that was part of our childhood. It was. Jeez. It was. Some things just carry did, with you. Did you watch the first Candyman, right? Yeah. Okay. Did you watch the new one? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're just, you're just broken. Yeah. Damaged goods. Yeah. Damaged goods. So, y'all don't want to say Candyman five times with me? Nope. Now? How Not about in front this? of the mirror. You zoom us while we're <laughs> safely in our own homes. <laughs> and by the time you get to the third one, we're, we're going cl- to be off the ball. <laughs> Candyman. Candyman. There's no mirror around. He is a mirror. <laughs> Candyman. Anyway. Why uh, are you doing this? Because he's an asshole. All your alcohol privileges. But Candyman is fictional. Y'all are aware Doesn't of that, matter. Right? <laughs> Dude, anyway, you uh, your black card. But Candyman is black. But anyway, um, uh, next uh, we got another series, Echo, with the character who made her appearance in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming out summer. I um, could not get through Hawkeye. Eh, Hawkeye's fine. Hawkeye was good. Yeah. yeah. The girl talked too damn much. <laughs> Shut up! I was like, "Where's the mute button?" Yeah. Uh, we've got season two of Loki next summer. Yay! It was so good. It was so good. He didn't understand it. It's okay. He's not supposed to. No, I mean like I, no. Oh no, I got it. Like I thought. I thought. I thought we were just gonna get like one, just one, like, one limited series of Loki. And then the, then the last episode would turn out to be LOL. This is just an advertisement for the multiverse. See you in season two, motherfuckers. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's great. So, I mean, Tom, Tom Hiddleston's too good of an actor, in my opinion, to be stuck with this shit. But whatever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like he, I've seen him do more interesting stuff than than fucking Loki. But anyway. Wow. Contrarian. There you go. No, that's like look, he, like I know he's t- he's typecast. Yeah, get that MCU money. But yo, he's a better actor than just playing that fucking character who should have died and stayed dead. He has died. <laughs> that's the problem. No, he doesn't stay dead. Exactly. Exactly. That's the whole issue. And then, uh, and then, like the last episode of, of Loki was, was it was just a big advertisement for Kang the Conqueror, who's just Thanos 2.0. Like, yeah, um, okay, whatever. Yeah, that's great. At least he's Not black. Quite. At least he's Not black. quite. There's gonna be a lot of him. It's like it's like oh, one 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 universe was in danger with Thanos. Now with Kang, it's all the universes. That's Not great. quite. Yeah. Okay, Marvel. Wow. Not quite. But can't that. <laughs> Contrary. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, next up, we've got uh, PG-13 Blade with Mahershala Ali coming out November 3rd, 2023. I agree that should be rated R, but... Um, I'm interested that like Del- Del- Delroy Lindo is going to be in it. So, is he really? Yeah. He's going uh, to be in the film. So that's going to be pretty interesting because I like him as an actor. Um, Especially see. Brooklyn. Oh yeah, he was great in Crooklyn. Yeah, and oh, he was uh, he was absolutely great in uh, the Five, five Bloods. Bloods. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I I can't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, you also got Iron Heart, uh, coming out next fall. Yeah, uh, fall of next year. Uh, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, coming out yes. winter of next year. Um, oh, this one, this one, I'm actually curious about to see how it's going to turn out. Daredevil: Born Again, coming out spring 2024. Is he going to have a site? 
Well, we shouldn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, if he's born again, does he get a chance? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing like how, like how this is going to turn out. Because like with you know how, because you know how M rated mm-hmm. uh, uh, the original Daredevil was on Netflix. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting seeing the Disneyfied version of it. I couldn't get into it when it was on Netflix. I just couldn't get into it. My husband really? was, was all about mark. it. Oh, yeah, I agree. I like But if it shows up on the CW, it's already trash. <laughs> trash. Um, trash. And of course, uh, your favorite superhero, uh, Sam Wilson's Captain America, New, 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 New World Order. Coming out May 3rd, 2024, with the costume that you love so much, Acton. Too sweet. Wait, 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 wait. to cosplay as Captain America. With the wigs and fucking everything. Just so I can shoot you with a pig gun. Too sweet. Uh, Okay. (laughs) You guys disgust me. (laughs) First of all, another thing too, I gotta bring this up. We still got some some unfinished business. Especially in our group chat. Oh, what's up? Our Vogue battle, hunty. (laughs) What? Did I miss this? We... You was a part of it. Uh, oh, that's the, what I'm saying. Oh, the vo- oh the vo- the gifts. Yeah, the Vogue battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got you. I got you. Oh, actually, yes. you know what? We were going. I, I, I did. I, I challenge you, dude. There is a TikTok. The TikTok that I started. Yeah. To that I showed to start that started that whole thing. Mm-hmm. We should just do that. Just the way they do it. I just want like little snippets of him dancing to you can't break my soul just <laughs> do your thing i just i will we'll edit it and we'll post it oh you missed it you should have went to the sunset party well, that's what started the whole thing did you vogue or did you want to oh he did i, I, I vogue a little bit oh, oh no he, he but you know something i'm glad i wasn't there for circumstances that both of you know about mm-hmm. i didn't need to be there that's yes gotcha. indeed because these earrings pop off no, <laughs> Um, let's see. So moving moving right along here. Uh, so Captain America, New World Order, May 3rd, 2024. Trash. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Give him a chance. Out. I meant to sneeze, but it came out as trash. Yeah. Give, 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 give Sam Wilson a chance. I can't. Struggling. The costume is trash. Like I Disagree. It, you know something? What I get out of this is at least they don't try to do what they did on the boys with A-Trade and they made it like super like raunchy Afrocentric. I still want to watch I still got to like finish. I watched two episodes, liked it, and then got distracted with like Money Heist or something. And then the same thing happened so with that. where is it? What? Your black card. Give it. Give it. Give, you don't deserve it if you don't know about um, the A-Trade. Oh, I know about A-Trade. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I can't wait for season three of that. Ooh. And then we got uh, Thunderbolts. Coming out July 26, 2024. God, I'm so um, glad I got that comic. Which, which um, is funny because I, when I said Thunderbolts, I kept thinking of Thunderbirds, like the old British uh, puppet show with the pilots. Yeah. What? Yeah, it, yeah it YouTube it. Like it used to come out on American TV sometimes. American? Where are you from, Victor? What? American TV? You watched yeah. a lot of PBS growing up. Yeah, it used to come on. Did you watch Benny Hill? No. Like like Thunderbolts, like th- Thunderbirds used to be like this this like this like kid show was like with a bunch of puppets. They were they played like ace pilots and they like went on adventures. I'm thinking, oh shit, there's gonna be like a live action version of that. But then I looked at it, I'm like, oh, it's Thunderbolts. Okay, so my are you sad? You gonna write a long letter about it? Sad a little bit, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm interested in seeing how um Baron Zemo and uh, U.S. Agent, 
you know how they how and Julia Lewis Dreyfus how they what their what shenanigans they get into. We better get Dancing Zemo again. <laughs> that meme, yeah, that, that was took off. <laughs> and then for Phase Six, we've got Fantastic Four, November six, twenty twenty four. Will it be the first good Fantastic Four movie in history? We will find out. Yeah. Okay. Something hold on. Has let to be... me just uh, let me just say, the one in two thousand. It was two thousand four, two thousand five ish. Two thousand five. It was fine for its who, time. It who, just didn't age well. It was not fine for its time. No. Okay. It, how can there be a Fantastic Four when Mister Fantastic is in strings? <laughs> I'm just That's saying. That universe. <laughs> do we it. do we have to crochet I'm back you all together? For give John Krasinski another shot. <laughs> Yeah, they'll probably like go. Oh, that's just use another multiverse version. <laughs> but he doesn't stretch this way. I want to know how how they explain the loss of William Hurt and Thunderbird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, how they explain the loss of William Hurt? Oh yeah, and Thunderbolts because he was supposed to be he's Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, that's right. He's supposed to be Red Hulk. That's right. Yeah, and Red Hulk was a member of the Thunderbolt Thunderbolts. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. It makes sense. Yep, and we also have a Deadpool three that's to be announced. Um, Armor. Anything Deadpool, I'm all about it. All yeah. about. I drew Deadpool today at work. You what? I said I drew. I know. Deadpool. I saw. I saw you post that. Um, let's see. We're gonna Good get. Good job, man. Um, Thank you. We're gonna get Armor Armor Wars with uh, Don Cheadle's character, uh, Ugh. War Machine, um, Shang Chi two, uh, Spider Man four. <laughs> uh, also, Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. Who already got his? Who already? They already named his director today. Oh yeah, uh, the guy who directed Shang Chi. Oh, nice. I De- hope so. De- Destin Daniel Crichton. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Of course, you would know the full damn name. Yeah, that's his name. Uh, <laughs> Avengers: The Kang Dynasty comes out May second, twenty twenty five, and then we've got the. Uh, Avengers Secret Wars to follow up November 7th, 2025. So that's okay. going to conclude Phase 6. We're, and... we're three years out now. Okay. Yep. This is still Phase 6? Well, no, that's going to be Phase 6, the end of Phase 6 and the Multiverse Saga. Okay. So Secret Wars is going to wrap everything up in there. Okay. And, uh, yeah, other than that, it looks like there's some other stuff that that they listed with, like, no, with no dates announced. Oh, then, TBD. Yeah, TBD, like, like a Wonder Man series. <laughs> Um, Is he voguing? I hope so. <laughs> I will watch the fuck out of that. Um, you need to do that. I want to do that TikTok with Vic. Wonder Man. Yep. Ooh. We're also gonna get. We're also gonna get a, a Wakanda TV yeah. series. Okay, is it going to be based on like the Dormelage? I th- I thought that I heard something uh, about there that. There is something that yeah, uh, okay. Okoye is going to get her own. Um, she like deserves her own everything. Yep. Please give her her flowers oh, right now. Oh yeah, so, love that woman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff coming on the pike in the uh, in the world of the MCU. It's a lot of a lot of MCU content to. To to sift through and, <laughs> and yeah, I know. But yeah, we'll as long as this podcast holds up, we'll we'll cover every one of them. Listen, the way I've been working, this podcast will hold up. <laughs> uh, All right, can we get into it? Can we? I'm start? ready to get into it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we'll so yeah we'll we'll get into uh, nope. But um, earlier, but yeah, but yeah, real real quick. Um, 
Yeah, I know we I know we mentioned earlier at the top of the program we were going to get into like the Vince McMahon discussion. We'll we'll we'll, we'll table that for next week's episode because we have cool. we'll, we definitely have some some thoughts about that. So yeah, um, let's get into uh, our main topic, which is Nope, 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 which is the third film from director Jordan writer director Jordan Peele, who directed uh, such great films as his Oscar winning film Get, get Out. Out. Which he won mm-hmm. the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay, much deserved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All I had to do was open the door. We would have got out. Yep. And the t- <laughs> and his uh, 2019 follow up with Lupita Nyong'o, Us, uh, extraordinary film. There's a Steelbook edition right there, 4K. Ah, oh, I still have to watch this one. Oh, Us is. I got creeped out after like seeing them in the what was it the driveway, and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, Nope is the third film in Jordan Peele's oeuvre, and it stars uh, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Kiki Palmer, Steven Yeun, uh, Brandon uh, Perea, Michael Wincott, Ren Schmidt, Keith, Keith David, uh, Donna Mills, and others. And in this film, it's a very, it's a very interesting premise. Um, so apparently, um, Daniel Kaluuya, he plays a guy named uh, Otis, or OJ, mm-hmm. uh, Otis Jr., and uh, his his sister, uh, played by Kiki Palmer, uh, they uh, they're the uh, owners of this ranch that that you know trains. historical ranch Haywood Hollywood horses mm-hmm. Haywood Hollywood horses. You and, respect yeah. Triple H? Yep, Triple H, if you will. <laughs> Hollywood yeah. royalty, Black Hollywood royalty. Yes, and uh, they they own a, this studio that this uh, company that that trains horses for for motion pictures mm-hmm. and TV shows. And uh, following the death of his um, of his father by Keith, David, by Keith David, um, Otis Jr. He's running the he's running the ranch. But then he mm. he notices some very strange phenomena. He notices a cloud that doesn't move, which seems to be inhabited by this unknown UFO, which has an appetite uh, for for living things. And mm-hmm. it's up to him and his sister to figure out what the mystery is all about and uh, try to survive. Um. So yeah, uh, it's, it's, this is a very this is a very original premise from Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna get into some of our uh, non-spoiler uh, thoughts, and then we'll get into the spoilers uh, shortly. So, you know, after after tonight, I know we saw the film uh, together uh, this mm-hmm. past weekend. So we'll start with you. Like, what did you think of Nope? I love that Nope was so appropriate for when you had those moments and you said Nope, Nope, because the actors were saying the same thing. It was just it was perfect. It was very odd, but that's what I liked about it. Um, I have a bit of a girl crush on Kiki Palmer right now. Yeah. She she was really doing her thing, and I love that short little hairstyle she had. Um, it was, <laughs> I just, it. I have to say, Jordan Peele always pulls something out of some random bag he has. I never would have yeah. thought that it would have went the way it did, and that's what I love about his direction. Mm. Love, 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 love. And I had a great time watching it with you. It's just so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and oh yeah, like like for me, like I was I, I was I, I was just uh, amazed at like how original the film felt. Yes. Like it feels like Jordan Peele like takes like um, original like, ideas instead of remaking shit like everybody else. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that like he takes like random ideas like like it's like Mad Libs. Yeah, it's like it's like okay. Horses, UFOs, <laughs> chimpanzees. Um, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make this melange of like yeah. creepy, non moving cloud. Yep, <laughs> non moving cloud. Bam, and 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 we got nope. And 
you know, it, it's 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 such an interesting interesting film, like how mm -hmm. how it builds tension, and you're like, and it's and it's so unpredictable because you never know where the film's gonna go. Exactly, like just just the flashbacks to Gordy. Yeah, that made like it literally made no sense, but mm -hmm. at the same time, it still connected things. So yeah, and and you could and you could tell and you could tell like uh, a black person wrote this film because like there are certain elements like in in in, in certain horror films where you see, you always see like the white characters running towards danger, but yeah. here like the like the one part where he like locked the door. he locked the door, he's like nope, nope. <laughs> or or the one scene where he sees all these like these like these figures in in, in the barn, he's like nope, yep. <laughs> yep, yep, but he punched one in the face, little assholes. Yep, yep, that's. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like it's like finally we got some hard mm. characters in a yes. horror movie that act like they have some sense, but they acted like they were black. That's what we could yeah. connect with. Like it's it was it was perfect. The related, yeah, yeah. the relatability. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. The part that messed me up the most was probably the beginning. Hmm. Yeah. Like just not knowing why there's a shoe standing up on that soundstage, just standing up. Yeah, and then the dude had to put it in a case, but then it started raining keys, and yep. we didn't know what was going on. And then you see a key in the horse's butt. I was like, <laughs> "What?" Like it absolutely sucks you in from the beginning. Absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's one of those things that kind of like has that car crash effect. It's like, what mm -hmm. the hell is going on? But I just can't look away. Yes, mm. you know, and it's a and I'll, I'll admit, like I was first of all, it was I watched it on Sunday. It was hot as hell. I had, like, no motivation to do anything. <laughs> Maybe it was the rest that I need, but I had no motivation to do anything. So I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm like, like, my brain just kind of wasn't quite working. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, like, before the show, I kind of, like, earlier today, I had to, like, reread it and then re as I'm, and replay it as I'm reading the plot again. I'm like, mm -hmm. gotcha, because I'm mm -hmm. watching this, and it's just, like, it was confusing to me at first watch, mm -hmm. yeah. but then it's like it did eventually come together when I was like eventually waking up and stuff. And I was just like, but it was just like, I'm intrigued, but I don't know what the fuck <laughs> is going on. Yeah, I think that was the whole. And I can't it. look away. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you're what you're watching and you're watching and you're trying to interpret interpret like things. Like the beginning of nocturnal animals. <laughs> <laughs> you could not look because you did not know what was you didn't know what was. I love doing up. that. I love doing that challenge. I know. I was did. bold enough to do it. To try to do it to my boss. Juicy. If you found that juicy, man, listen. It's twenty twenty. Love is twenty twenty two. More love like love. powdered milk. He's <laughs> 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 so yeah, but go on, Carl. It's 2022. Love is love. That's all I'm saying. It is when they're not crazy. But yeah, it was just like okay, you're 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 watching it. You're confused, but you're intrigued. Mm -hmm. So you can't look away. You need to investigate more. When it is a scenario when you're like, listen, you walk into a, a an empty TV station and see a bloody TV stage and a shoe that's just standing up. Mm -mm. What are you going to say? Nope. Yep. Exactly. Well, that shoe standing up, like, I still see it. Mm. Like, I still see it just sitting there. And I'm like, just like the cloud. Yeah. Just like the freaking cloud. Like, it's like, I was thinking about that the other I was like. 
kind of need to look up the sky more often. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh, I say, all right. What's... <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. If it removes some people we don't need, I'm good. <laughs> Can I send it a request? <laughs> but, but but yeah, like um, but yeah, like also what I liked about Nope is that it's um, I liked how like like Jordan Peele he's a, he's a master at like social thrillers and social horror. Mm-hmm. So like in the first two films, it, it kind of explored a, a bit of like race and like uh, and, like, and, like social class. Like this mm-hmm. one, like for me, like I what I got out of it, like it kind of explored like explore like the exploitation of like creatures, especially for, like for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, the horses, yeah, like, like the horses and the chimpanzee. Oh, more on that in a second. <sighs> and and also like it, it was also like a, a tribute to the power of film because yep. like there was like and, like it kind of gets into the spoilers. We'll get into, we'll get into that uh, momentarily for spoilers, but like it was like it was like a, also a tribute to like the power of filmmaking itself, mm-hmm. um, like. Power, like uh, exploring exploitation of like creatures who can't defend themselves, and just like um, it was also like for me like a, an exploration of like how people try to um, deal with their trauma or like surviving trauma by trying to like either exploit exploit it or try to like embrace it in a way that they try to get some sort of like financial gain from it, mm-hmm. thinking that oh I have control over this, but it, but right. in reality it still mm-hmm. has control over them, right? But it's like rooted in their subconscious. It's it's just so layered yeah, yeah. As, as a film yeah because so. oj was not he just kind of what is it that we call it we uh self-internalize his father's death you just like yeah. nope i gotta suck it up and take care of this farm when the dude had to deal with gordy yeah. you know being on the stage and stuff like that he turned it into a private room Mm. Where it was like I usually charge for this. Ain't nobody trying to see this damn shoe that's standing up by itself. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like I'm good. Mm-hmm. And ah, uh, there was so much to it. There was so much to it. We're not doing spoilers yet, yet, or are we? Oh uh, well, well, we'll get into well, it now. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll get we'll get yeah. into it now. So yeah, definitely um, spoilers all over the shop. So for those of you who have not seen Nope yet. Do go out to see it, like pause it here and then come back and, and listen to us. But if you Or listen and then get your second round at watching it. Absolutely. So so yeah, uh, once again, uh countdown spoilers all over the shop in five, four, three, two, one. Booyaka. Booyaka shot. So like what I noticed too, like about about the like the exploitation of Animal Steam, like uh, the beginning of the film actually opens up with a Bible verse, um, mm-hmm. Nahum three, chapter three, verse six. It goes, "I will cast abominable filth upon you, make you vile, and make you a spectacle." Mm-hmm. And that really speaks to like the heart of like that whole UFO, yeah. that creature. Like for example, the scene where um, Stephen Yoon's character, I think his name's Gordy. Um, I think I think his name is Gordy. I think I believe. I'm sorry. Uh, no, oh, oh, Ricky. Ricky Park or Jupe. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, so, so like the monkey's name was, was Gordy. Gordy. Yeah. So like that whole scene where like he's he has that that black horse Lucky and he's trying to feed it to like the, yes! to the UFO in front of that front of that audience. Like, and, I, and it's like it's something they always did. They did it like what every six years or something like that. Yeah. Like, and like, it, and since they gave them the false horse, it was pissed. So it wanted everybody except yeah. they didn't get the horse. <laughs> they didn't get the horse. <laughs> Yeah, and also like the fact the fact that the black horse. Survived. That's what he said. He just said, "The fuck is this shit?" Yes. Mm-hmm. No, he gave it back to him right after he said, "Nope." It's like, oh, you want your shit back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and oh my gosh, and like the the, the shots of like when we see inside. inside. 
Oh and then they actually saw the horse. It was so upsetting. Oh, man. Raining down on the house. Oh, the blood rain. Yes, but like, where where did it all come from when the first time it rained at the beginning of the film, it was just random stuff. Like, you couldn't identify what it was, but you saw his father's dead. Something went directly through his brain, you know? Yeah, yep. Oh, yeah. Just letting you know, we did get another Codex email. Oh, we did? Yeah. From who? Uh, from friend of the show, Nick Thomas, who was at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Nice. Ooh. Okay, I might have to look that up. So yeah, yeah, talk amongst yourselves. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we save it? We only have so much time, right? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, I'll, I'll be at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, but um, way too excited and got distracted. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, that was like a case of ADD right there. What? <laughs> uh, no, 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 it's just so I can remember to to cue it up. At oh the yeah, end. sure, okay. But um. But yeah, but yeah, like the like the, like the fact that the the creature only can only like eat like organic like living creatures and spit mm-hmm. out everything that was like inorganic. Um, yeah, that that was that was pretty creepy, especially like the yeah. the, the scene where where um, Otis is like sitting in, the, in his truck and it's raining. He just opens it. He opens his his truck door a crack. He sees the creature. He's like, nope. Yeah, and then he realized that you can't look it in the eye, which is yeah. the weirdest thing. Yeah, that was foreshadowing too. Like, yeah. remember, like remember the beginning where there were there were st- at that um that the film, soundstage, the yeah, soundstage? and then like yeah. they had the mirror on the horse, and he yeah. remembered that. Yeah, he remembered that. He was like, "You're not, you can't look it in the eye." But like, I just, and then it ex- the things expanded throughout the movie. It got bigger and bigger and bigger, and it just yeah. it was. Yeah, it became like this, like jellyfish. It parachute. became, yeah. That's why I was like, "Is it? A, is it deflating?" I'm like, "No, it's turning into something different." It was so weird, yeah. and that shit was fast. It's hiding behind a mountain, coward. Yep, like it was evolving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And it's it's crazy that it started with the cameras. Yeah. You know, and then that guy got wrangled in, and then like the director decided he wanted to join the beast. Like, ugh. oh yeah, like that scene, like, and, and that was like Michael Wincott's character. Yeah, yeah, Michael Wincott's character, and that kind of spoke like to like the the tribute to like the power of filmmaking because like he was dedicated. Yeah, that and uh-huh. plus like he had that like that crank camera, mm-hmm. which because like the the creature like shut out shut down all electronic devices. Yeah, yeah. and so he just used like analog film. And I mm-hmm. thought that that was a really really nice tribute, really nice trust to film. But like he was so obsessed because he was like he was all like he wanted the perfect shot. Yeah, he, yep, he wanted the impossible shot. And we saw like his vantage point of the camera, but then he was sucked in. But that was the per- he had the impossible shot. It's impossible to record while you were inside of it. But <laughs> if it was digital, he probably would have had a copy. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then yep. And and, and I, I like how that foreshadowing of having to use like the manual film camera was mm-hmm. was was set up with the security cameras. Yep. Like with the praying mantis that was on mm-hmm. top front of the lens. Yes. Yeah. Like I thought that was the alien, but it wasn't. It was just a praying mantis, that, and then yep. it didn't even move until after alien was gone. It was like, what yep. are you in, in cahoots? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> part of the team? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That, uh, it was a it was a lot of stuff going on. Oh yeah, and and speaking of which, like for me, like the most horrifying scene in the whole film was the was the chimpanzee attack on the soundstage in SNL. Like, and you saw it from when you hear the yup. Like, like you saw like the the chimp just going ham on that woman's face mm-hmm. and then you see like the the vantage point of the kid who's right. his character yeah. he was oh it was so like, scary because it's like how are you hiding oh yeah go ahead well i was gonna say is one of the one of my favorite visual visuals of that movie 
was remember how it was raining blood and the blood covered the entire house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there watching like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you must have been half asleep. I was like, who's going to clean that up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because the- a weak me would think that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. like Because that was that. Everybody who was there to watch it. Yeah. So like all the people who work there. Glenn. <laughs> That's how I always remember him. Uh, <laughs> but he died both times. God damn. Yeah. He's still alive in Invincible. <laughs> Invincible, the cartoon? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't even count. He does the voice. <laughs> it but, uh, doesn't count. You don't see his face. Kind of looks like No. Him. <laughs> no. But yeah, like, <laughs> but yeah, like that that chimpanzee attack scene was horrible because like at the end when you saw the chimpanzee lock eyes with with his character, oh, I was he so connected scared. with he connected with Ricky. Yeah. yeah, like he just put his hand out to Did do he a fist bump. Also, boom, shot in the head. Imagine how traumatized, on yeah. traumatized, on traumatized. Like that because what was it that made him flip out? What was it? Was it a balloon popping? Yeah, yeah, it was a balloon. Popping, okay. Yeah. Because, like, you could already hear he was a bit riled up and stuff like that. They had him way too overexcited and stuff. And then, like, everything started happening. It was just, you saw the cameras go and stuff. But, like, everybody left. Nobody cared about who was there. Mm-hmm. That's what was, like, traumatic about it. Like, you just left yeah. this little kid there to basically get savage. And then that, that dude tried to run out, the father. Yeah. <laughs> and the monkey got him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you see like the the, the it turns out it turns out that the woman in that un, in that set survived, and you saw like a glimpse of her face mm-hmm. like post attack. Yeah, <sighs> she was... didn't make it either. <laughs> nah, she got sucked into the creature. One night only. <laughs> <laughs> but then like, but yeah, it was, it was so interesting like how they how like OJ and and his and his sister M uh, Emerald like they they discover that like okay this is a predatory creature. This our farm is its territory. It's trying to assert dominance, so we can't look it directly in the eye. It shuts off, shuts off electronics, so we got to mm-hmm. find a way to wrangle this creature and see if we can survive and get the perfect shot. Because they figure that like if they get the impossible shot themselves, they can make money off of it and actually have proof that the creature exists. And man, like the the, the scene where that TMZ reporter showed up. I was just about oh, to say, yeah. I was about yeah. to say, who felt vindicated when his bike stopped. Mm-hmm. He got thrown off of it. My camera, my camera. He was like, "Dude, you're on your own." <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, like, bye. Yep. I will say this. It was a nice bike, though. The second he flipped off that bike and fell, mm-hmm. I was just like, "Every day I pray, oh. <laughs> I'll be missing you, sir." Sorry, you're no. terrible. No, as soon as he went off that bike, I was like, nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nope. And, yeah, and, and like, M was trying to warn him. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. like, because like, he was hard headed. Like, even his, um, his, his helmet was a camera. Yeah, it was a chrome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everything. It looked pretty cool, though. I was just like, he got that from Daft Punk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, it was a good Daft Punk vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But he was also a idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and then like he, he tried to Devin save Gray, that's who plays him. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He played in played teenage Dexter, the trickster in the Flash. <laughs> but, 
Oh man! And All then, roles that are forgettable. <laughs> oh, oh, what about what about the character Angel, the the Fry's Electronics uh, employee who set up the cameras? He look like a mix. Do look like a mix between Pete Davidson and Rami Malek. Yeah, like when they played each other and mm-hmm. and uh, he gives me um, Jane Franco vibes. Mm. You know, except for he wasn't that funny. So what I mean, he was Dave Franco. Is it Dave Franco? <laughs> His brother. Ah, okay, that'll work too. Yeah, it was uh yeah, it was interesting how like how he like how he was like believed in all the like this is ancient aliens, man. Mm-hmm. This is this is the whole thing. And then like like he, although like I thought I thought for sure he was gonna die, but like he yeah, actually I had thought a, so too when he was wrapped in the tarp and the barbed wire and he got sucked yeah. in. I thought he was dead, but then like we saw him in another shot. I was like, Oh Yeah, like he 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 was like He didn't oh. want no light meat. Okay. Yeah, he was like, you know, if I wrap myself in barbed wire and this tarp to inorganic mm-hmm. materials, I could probably survive this. That was pretty smart that they figured out that it wasn't a ship. It was actually an entity. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, because we kept seeing it as a like a ship. Mm-hmm. Like the aliens were on the ship. But like even from the beginning, the first shot was inside of the alien. Yeah. And I was like, are you serious? Like, and then like once like it started expanding, you started seeing like those squares and it went from like the white to the green, green. and then the streamers and stuff like that. I was like, how did he figure out to make this thing? It doesn't have teeth. It doesn't have a face like we mm. it was unidentified you know like basically yeah. a ufo you know kind of made me actually question it, and shout outs to the cgi the cgi mm-hmm. team i'm like is this a balloon that they're using That's or actual cgi mm. i have no it yeah. was going really fast so i think there was might have been aspects of it that was yeah. cgi yeah. but like when they were doing those close-ups it could have been like one big balloon that mm. was doing it because That's like right. it was amazing yeah amazing oh yeah like especially when it was like it turned into something else it was like organic shaped and mm-hmm. stuff i was like this is insane i was like i would be running <laughs> yeah and and it reminded me of like uh the movie annihilation with natalie portman okay and it was like it, was, it had like a similar alien creature which like which like kind of like expanded in like these random like really weird designs okay like waves and stuff like that yeah like waves and like 3d fractal like mm-hmm. imaging and like and it, it kind of reminded me of that creature too because like like in that film annihilation it's like we don't know we don't know what it wants in fact we don't know if it wants. Yeah. So it's like, it's like so alien, so unknown, but you know, right. it has this appetite. It's like, you can't explain it. It has no discernible features of like, of an actual like creature. So right. it, makes, it just makes it like even more like disturbing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're fighting like this unknown force basically. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. We knew not, we knew nothing going in about it. We bit, we barely scratched the surface at the end. Yeah. We figured something but out. How she to got stop. that picture. She got yeah. that picture, yeah, Kiki. Oh yeah, with the wishing well. Yeah, that was that was a really clever. Yes, it was so smart, and like she just kept trying and kept trying. And then she got that last shot, and then because it sucked up the balloon and it like it blew mm-hmm. up, I guess. Yep. Yeah. And did I, it land? Like I have so many questions. Like. Oh, <laughs> and and I thought for sure like Daniel Kaluuya's character Otis was gonna die. I. But you know something? Do we know if he's actually there? Like, remember I asked you about mm-hmm. that. I was like, is he actually there, or is he like? Uh, like a, a mirage. Yeah, a mirage like his father was for him at one point. Mm. You know, so mm. so I didn't know if he was actually there because it's like he's sitting on the horse, but it isn't like he went up to his sister. He didn't run up to her, and he's like he was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, was he? But there? wasn't she running to him? No, she was just she was just she you know she was just chilling after you know so getting that picture. Know. We don't and know. That's it's what so I love ominous. about it because it left it 
open to interpretation. Yeah. Mm. Because to like you own interpretation. You couldn't see him clearly. Mm. There was a big fog around it, so it's right. like you don't know. Yeah. And I'm just like, he's gotta be gone. It created conversation. It sure did. Yeah. And and uh, and, uh, and like I said, like, I like the fact that the that the black horse <laughs> survived. He's the only one that survived. I was like <laughs> lucky. Yeah. Lucky. And I like how they um were introducing different sections of the movie by the horses' names. Right. Oh yeah. Because Ghost was Ghost. <laughs> oh yeah. He, he ghosted the film. Yeah. Right. And did we ever see Jean Jacket? Oh, Jean Jacket. They named that the creature. Yeah. Oh, okay. They yeah. named it after the horse that um was supposed that to Kiki be pu- yeah. that Kiki was supposed to have, but they trained it or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But that she was supposed to. But train. they named the alien Jean Jacket. See, I didn't yep. know. I didn't know anything about that. Okay. Yeah. That. Woof. It was a lot. It was a lot to digest. It is. Oh yeah. It is. That's how I couldn't. I couldn't like digest all of that and process all of it in one watching. Yeah, that was a movie I like needed two like watches. two or three watches. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it was worth it. Oh yeah, and that film I'm definitely gonna add to my collection. We like, know. Well, you already got the first two, so you might as well yeah. just keep the whole monkey paw thing going. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's the name of the production company. Yeah, Jordan Peele's company. Monkey yeah, paw I know. Movies, yeah. So that means you need. <laughs> but to I get... know that you know the monkey paw was like you if you found one you got so many wishes or whatever, but you never got what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So that means you need to get Keanu. You already got Get Out. You got Black Klansman. Us. You have. You got to get Candyman. Well, Candyman is um. I think it's available streaming. So it is. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yep, Amazon yeah. Prime. Um, us. You have Candyman. Nope. Then there's Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. <laughs> when doing wild, and then the people under the stairs. The people under the stairs was such. That's a classic. Classic. Oh, so it's a re- yeah, it's, it's it, going it to be a remake. It has to be a remake. Mm. Mm. Like that was like, what? People under the stairs. I think I'm just talking to my husband about that the other day. Like oh. I remember those movies, like Candyman, People Under the Stairs, The Lost Boys. What else was there? Um, Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, mm-hmm. Beetlejuice. Wendell and Wild's going to be an animated. Movie with two demon brothers, Wendell and Wild, played by Key and Peele, and list the eight of a thirteen-year-old Cat Elliot, who's played by Lyric Ross from This Is Us, to summon to summon them to the land of the living. Mm-mm-mm. So it's gonna start. It's gonna be Key funny. and Peele, Lyric Ross, Angela Bassett, James oh, Hong. Oh, Angela Bassett! You know we gotta. Oh, James Hong! That dude's a freaking like legend. Legend. Tamara Smart, Ramona Young, Ving Rhames. Mm. Yeah. Looks like, yeah. Uh, hmm. I wonder if he's working on anything else, Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just named him. He's involved in all those projects. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Honk for Jesus, <laughs> Savior Soul. It's a Christian comedy that stars Regina Hall and Sterling K. Sterling K. Brown, produced by Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, that's the one. Um, they the um, what is it? The and preacher. Peele, yeah. He had some type of infidelity, I think it was. Oh, was it infidelity or something about their church? Honk for Je- Jesus. Mm-hmm. Honk for Jesus, save your soul. Yeah. Oh, honk for Jesus. Yeah, it's oh. about that couple. Regina Hall's in it. Oh, gotcha. I thought it was hung for Jesus. Uh, that's that's what I heard. I clearly said honk. Okay, never mind. 
I mean, I mean, shit. I mean, that would be. <laughs> it's a provocative title. I'd see what it's about, but anyway. Jordan Peele is just executive producer. Uh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> We're not letting you. <laughs> it's gonna be on anymore. Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, nope. It's uh, it's it's one hell of a film. Oh, it is. Yeah, we like we all enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll definitely get it in 4K when it comes out. Of course. Uh, yeah. Okay. Have to indicate. 4K. 4K. <laughs> oh, that's new. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, yeah. Jordan Peele is three for three. Yeah. yeah. Consistency is key. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of the definitely one of the best uh, black filmmakers and one of the best filmmakers overall working today. I I think uh, I think somebody had said something to, like along those lines to him and he was like, No, I am not. And he corrected them. He's like, humble. Yeah. Yeah. That's because he's up and coming. Like, somebody had to inspire him, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like, he he has a gift for horror, so. Not and even horror, just thrillers. Films. Yeah. Yeah, film and thrillers. Mm-hmm. And, like, if anything, like, it's definitely creatively inspiring. Yeah. Because I'm still traumatized by Get Out. Mm. Like, we're all thinking it, but we didn't want to see it, and then he put it on film. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in, in the suburbs, no one can hear you scream. Make friends with a TSA agent, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. All that unseasoned food won't save you. <laughs> sure won't. <laughs> Anybody want to eat a rock? <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, uh, that that was our discussion of Nope by Jordan Peele. It's in theaters now. Uh, go see it. Um, Please go see it. Yes. Support. Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing what Jordan Peele does next. Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm there for film number four for sure. We know. You're all wet for it. <laughs> oh, 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 yes. You, 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 know, you know how it be. Why you get him to that mode? Because he was going to go there anyways. Dripping <laughs> in these streets for some great films. Um, Disgusting. Somebody get him a wet wipe. <laughs> let's see. Uh, uh, anyway, um, let's let's uh, let's let's wrap up, the, wrap up the, the proceedings here with like one more email. Uh, uh, he had to do it. <laughs> uh, one more one more viewer email from a friend of the show and a, a longtime viewer, Nick Thomas. Uh, Nick's Comic Con take is the subject. All right. So it's what? His Comic Con take. He was at San Diego. Oh, his Comic Con yeah. take. I thought it was like his Comic Con tape. I'm like, where is this show going today? <laughs> I'm mishearing things. It's You're saying things. It, 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 it's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. We got a lot to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick's Comic Con take. Uh, what up, guys? Uh, Nick here, longtime fan of the show. I'm here to talk about my Comic-Con experience. It was my first Comic-Con, and needless to say, it did not disappoint. I guess to start, I'll let you know that Hall H is where all the best stuff happened with Marvel. I thought the Marvel showcase overall was great, though I do wonder if they were showing too much at once. It was almost like an overload for me. Uh, DC was trash overall, sir. Damn. Uh, Marvel showed like 75 movies and TV shows. (laughs) Compared compared to two movies and the Batman game DC showed. Damn. Um, Damn. They even had The Rock dress up as Black Adam show up. Damn. 
Well, um, that's coming. It's coming up next. So, yeah. yeah. I can Who's say... watch it? I don't know. <laughs> People well, rock. It. Yeah. <laughs> I can say that the new Batman game does, doesn't look that appealing. Uh, another highlight for me was Darby Allen from AEW getting his ass handed to him again, LOL. I saw that. <laughs> uh, one thing I didn't like was the huge scrum on the exhibition for- floor to try and buy up all the exclusive Comic-Con stuff. I didn't even realize how big Funko dolls were until I seen Comic-Con had like a whole one-third of the floor uh, called Funko Town dedicated to them. Mm-hmm. Um, big thing. Big, big, big thing. Oh, yeah. I will say that Comic-Con does a great job showcasing little-known or unknown altogether comic book artists and painters. It was so much to do and see that it's hard for me to put into words. I actually got lost on the exhibition floor. Uh, One last negative is that I I didn't like how it wasn't really centralized. Though I can imagine that it's simply too much to put in one area so often, we would have to walk from the convention center to the Marriott Marriott Hotel to to try and get into everything. Um, outside of the convention itself, downtown San Diego had a lot going on for a Star Trek pop-up bar to every club having its own themed night and drinks. Hope you guys can make a Comic-Con one year for San Diego. Till next time, your Southern California correspondent, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Nice. Very good. I, I, wanna... I think that would be a worthy trip. Oh, it absolutely will. I've never been to San Diego, so. I've never been out west. Yeah, me neither. Oh, I've been to L.A., so. Yeah. This yeah. probably is well i haven't been to the west coast i've been as far in the u.s i've been as far as houston okay so, all right yeah. i've never been to texas so. i've been to dallas yeah dallas for oh, yeah i know right <laughs> oh and internationally i've been to dr yeah oh okay wasn't that on a cruise no nah, it was uh it was an actual trip to dr oh okay nice yeah so yeah uh yeah Thank you, Nick, for the email. And, uh, yeah, as we're wrapping up here, uh, we do want to give, once again, a shout-out to two of our sponsors. First, Silk City Hot Sauce. Uh, SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use the promo code CODEX to get 15% off your order. All sorts of wonderful, tantalizing hot sauce flavors you can pour all over your plates, all over your partner, all over your body. Mm. If you're so inclined. If you're so, so inclined. Get them toes out, girl. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah. SilkCityHotSauce.com. Promo code, Codex. 15% off your order. And big shout-outs to um, dear friend of the show, Afton. Uh, InfamousCustoms.com, uh, where you can order all sorts of Codex Prime merchandise, as well as customizable T-shirts. Uh, send your favorite designs and get them printed upon request. Uh, InfamousCustoms.com. And also, September 17th, mm-hmm. Codex 300. Yes. Got some guests already confirmed. Vendors already confirmed. Mm-hmm. Doors open at 6. Show starts at 8. It, it's what gonna show? be it. Oh, the, oh, the oh, live God. show. Oh, okay. We will be doing this in front of the audience. Do you have stage fright? No, I do not. Have yeah, you shouldn't. You taught in front of a class for like ever. Yeah. And yeah. he loves the sound of his own voice. Which is true. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> He's trying to be humble. <laughs> yeah, trying is the word. I'm the, mo- I'm the most humblest person in this room. Man, motherfucker. And I'm please. in the room too. <laughs> So did we leave? You're going to get more humble than me. <laughs> but anyways, but yes, September 17th, please mm. come 
out. Oh man, it would mean so much to us. It will be the trust me, you will not regret it. I promise you this. That's right. Yes, uh, and episode three hundred is seven weeks away, people. Yes. yes, at the Cornerstone Complex at twenty five Maple Street in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Oh yes, oh yes, we will be there. Um, yeah, so yeah, come one, come all. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good time, y'all. And uh, you can also find all of our episodes uh, on SoundCloud, Facebook Live every Tuesday evening around eight p.m. Eastern. Um, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, rather, uh, Google, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you can find podcasts, just, just just type in Codex Prime in the Google machine, and you'll find us everywhere. We're also on social media, Twitter at Codex Prime Cast, and Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast. Yes. I will make sure to have a lot of free gifts for those that come out, so please do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be a wonderful time. It will be. Mm. Sip, sip, drip, drip. <laughs> yeah, dripping oh, with good times. Yeah. Never mind. I recant. Yeah, you said that. I, you said, I did. You said I'm that sorry. Out. I'm sorry. Sopping <laughs> wet with good vibes, y'all. Mm. What are we talking about? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, uh, thank y'all for watching and listening. Um uh, tune in next week same codex t- time same codex channel as always we will catch you on the flip peace out nerds later <laughs> bye <laughs>